0: Youth, welcome to another youth service. Uh, as you guys know, I'm Jolara and today I'm here with
1: Juanisola, Iliana,
0: and Jonathan Figueroa. Okay, so sorry. Okay, as you guys know, every week we try to do something different, something new, and so like this week we have a lot of like really like special youth with us, and we're gonna get into like uh, some topics today that are like about your childhood, about growing up as like Christian and everything. Um, but like, so before we start, I kind of want to give an announcement. I wanted to say thank you guys so much for tuning in each week to each service and making sure that you guys are liking, commenting and subscribing and all the platforms we posted on. And we really hope that you continue this. Our pastors Julio Amber and Elvira Pignons and their welcomes from Iglesia Dios Habla Hoy CDR. And we really hope that you enjoyed these because we really like doing these. As you guys see, we're trying to like level up each, each time we're set. We, today we have a sign with us and the yeah, sign that's actually pretty cool. And we hope that you, like, that, yeah, that you just keep supporting us in what we're doing and that you give us feedback on anything that we're doing wrong that you want us to see help and improve. And so, yeah, so before we start, we always start with prayer. So we want our brother Jonathan to open up with prayer.
2: Amen. Before. Thank you, Brother Angel. Well, if <clears throat> you guys want to bow down your heads where you're at, in your house, in your car, wherever you guys might be, just bow down your heads and get ready to pray so we can start the service. Oh Señor Jesús, estamos. Gracias, Padre Celestial, primeramente, por... Un nuevo día que usted los ha levantado, Padre Celestial, porque podemos venir a esta su casa, Padre Celestial, podemos ver, podemos ver el cielo, Padre Celestial, el sol. Y damos gracias, Señor Jesús, es primeramente, por todo, por estar, por estar aquí en este lugar, Señor, que usted los perdone por todo mal que hayamos hecho delante de usted, delante de sus ojos, Padre Celestial, y que en su presencia, su Espíritu Santo, Señor, pueda fluir en, en en nosotros, Padre Celestial. Hoy en esta hermosa noche, Señor, los hacemos de un lado, Señor para que su Espíritu Santo, su presencia, Señor, Jesús, su su Espíritu Santo, sea el que está hablando de nosotros, Padre. Celestial usted este paladar, Padre celestial. Estamos gracias por todo lo que usted va a hacer y va a seguir haciendo, Señor. Nombre el Padre,
0: el Hijo, Espíritu Santo. Amén. Right? You guys saw, so as we know, uh, what I was saying earlier, like we're trying to get into a topic today of childhood, of what like how we got here, how we started off, and like kind of our like the beginnings of like each of us as youth, right? So, uh, like, I kind of wanted to open up with, like, a question of, like, how was your childhood? Like, how was it, like, growing up with Christ, or did you not grow up with Christ? And, like, how, like, how, like, you know, just give us, like, a brief description of your childhood growing up. Uh, Jonathan, do you want to start up? Oh, amen, amen. Yeah, (laughs) because I wasn't sure who he was talking to. I don't know who he
2: was looking at. (laughs) But, um, well, my childhood, um, I started off. Little kid, as everyone knows, like everybody started off a little kid, and then as I grew up, I was seeing and I was recognizing what life was was actually like. Um, I didn't, I grew up with a single mother, um, she raised four children on her own. My dad really wasn't there to like to apoy in any and really nothing much. Like, we needed a father love, we needed a hug from a dad, we couldn't get it because you know, my dad wouldn't be with us. And I grew up, <clears throat> I grew up, I grew up knowing life, um, un niño like. Bad, Miss, uh, there's a word, (sighs) Miss, Miss, Mischief kid. There you go, that wasn't the word, but there's another word, Uh, Mischievous, 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 Mischievous Mischievous, mischievous kid with my brother. Um, I had a grandpa who would help us out. I said this in the other testimonies. I had a grandpa, I had my grandpa, I still have him, thank God. Um, I still have him. He helped my mom out in a lot of stuff, but if it wasn't for God, like putting that person right there in our lives, honestly, I didn't know where I would be. I would probably i don't know what i would be honestly (laughs) um he helped my mom out a lot he was gonna get married with my grandma but situations happened my grandma passed away when i was barely like 12. and then right there like when my grandma passed away was really when i actually like i i was done you know because my grandma my grandpa were the ones that motivated me to be better you know that motivated me to keep on pushing in life like no matter what obstacle comes and this is me still not being christian this is just me being a kid teenage boy uh, well, little kid, and my grandma passed away. I was heartbroken. Um, I remember when the situation, when they told us, my mom was crying. She told the whole family, and I just ran to my to my room. I was on the couch crying, crying so much, so much, and I, I was just crying because I mean, it was my grandma. You know, I loved her. She was like my mom, and I was crying, crying, crying. I couldn't stop crying. Until una de las hermanas de la iglesia, because my mom used to go to church, but not me really, and she came. And she told us, she looked at everybody, she's like, why are you guys crying? Like, stop crying and this, this, that. And she told me, because I was a little kid, she told me, if you keep crying, your grandma isn't going to go to heaven. <laughs> she told me like that when I was a little kid, you know, so what, what would I have thought of um, in that in that aspect? So I stopped crying because I wanted my grandma to go to heaven. And, well, life kept going on. My grandpa got, like, super, like, he started drinking more al- um, alcohol. And it was just bad. Um, he was already lost in the al- so much alcohol, so much whatever he was doing that um, he started telling us, like, people are following him and this, this, that, you know. And it was just bad. So my grandpa left. He went to Texas. Um, and right now, oh, I, I kept living life without my grandpa, without my grandma, just my mom, single mother. And I kept living life. My <clears throat> um my brother you know my brother he was with us and i just kept following his his footsteps my brother wasn't christian either and i just kept going into like i started doing drugs went to school started doing drugs in school it's like a whole bunch of things i did and um i stole i I remember i stole like at a store and that's what like that's when i almost didn't really care anymore (laughs) i could have got a jail but i mean yeah that's basically my childhood right there i don't
0: want to say too much Elena, do you want to go next
3: yeah well my childhood i'm still young I yeah <laughs> but like when you're very young. i know but <laughs> i still um i still have my ups and downs when i was a kid i was i was i don't know i don't <laughs> no, it's okay it's a lot i don't know you want us to come back it's because i don't remember, but <laughs> I don't
0: remember. <laughs>
3: Okay. Uh,
0: How about you? Um,
1: My childhood was a little kind of crazy. Um, I come from the background of supposedly Catholic. Um, So I suffered a lot when I was a kid. I didn't have my dad, I had a stepdad. Uh, My mom and I weren't really close. I had two sisters, weren't really close. Uh, Didn't really know about the Lord. I remember going to classes that my mom sent me to the church, but I still didn't understand who the Lord was and so in my mind it was like i don't believe because i don't understand and then when i finally started to be like okay you know there's there's a god i didn't uh, i wasn't too happy and i said a lot of stuff i do regret I asked the lord for forgiveness and as i grew up um, i started you know just with the belief of the lord until i got older and then i kind of realized who the lord was but i mean i went through so much stuff i think i was like angry bitter Obviously, being sick, overprotective, and my life as a kid, it wasn't really great. So, I mean, I'm thankful now that things changed.
0: It's actually pretty cool, like, seeing how, like, each of you come from, like, a kind of like a different background. You coming from, like, a Jonathan coming from, like, a single mother, and then, like, you coming from, like, the Catholic Church. And, but, like, yeah, you came from, like, the church, right? You were, you started here in the church.
3: Mm -hmm. My whole life, basically.
0: Yeah, like, but, like, yeah, that's you grew up in the church, and so, like you, you had some. Uh, I bet you had some obstacles, but like there was some that were like a bit more. Like it was a bit easier because your parents, your mom knew about God, right?
3: Yes, she knew about God, and then so I started going, out for of my mom to church, and my dad, he was still in his times where he wasn't into God yet, so it was first my mom. I just keep going to church with her. She wouldn't let me like like off the track, like I had to go to church with her every single time. Until that one day my dad came and so they both started coming and they're here now. So that's awesome. Nice.
0: That's actually kinda getting me into like my next question, which is like so yeah, you guys grew up like these like as like these different like like backgrounds, like whether like your dad or like the Catholic church or being like like it's just you and your mom basically, right? Uh, was there? What were like some other obstacles that you had growing up, like getting to Christ? Well, you wanna go? Yeah, okay. I can go.
2: Well, there was a lot of obstacles for me, like getting to Christ. In a sense, Whoa. Um when I was little, they told me I had like this disability, where it's like ADHD, and then I would be slow to like to like school stuff. You know, like I, w- I wouldn't read as fast as the other kids. I wouldn't um, do things as fast as other kids. You know, and that obstacle really throughout my life, it actually pushed me down instead of. Um, pushing it up like there are some flaws and then there's some disflaws. flaws like for example like I could be excused for some homework or this other stuff but in the sense of like me actually wanting to learn or me reading and then kids making fun of me or when I would have to read books in front of the kids in the class I didn't want to and so that was a big part of me being rebellious in a sense because um, um, when I was in elementary, they were bullying me, <clears throat> and since elementary from sixth grade, I didn't want them to bully anymore. So a teacher, if a teacher would tell me, read this, a book, bu- read a book like this, I would be like, I don't want to read it, and if she would tell me, read it right now, I would be like, no, I'm not going to read it, and then I would either cuss the teacher out, or I would disrespect her in so many ways, and then I would storm out the class, and if anybody else in the classroom would want to tell me something, I'd be like, you have a problem, what do you want, okay, settle it right now, in front of the whole classroom, and then, um, that's what led me to like my mischief sense in a, in a sense and um and then i would be i wouldn't want people making fun of me so i would have like that obstacle like that like no don't tell me what i have to do or like right now we're gonna throw hands and that was my mentality back then when i didn't have christ right now my mentality my mentality changed completely um i can say that god um when you come to god you're 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 transformed into a new creature like the bible says Nueva creatura es, perdón. Sorry for my (laughs) stuttering. I stutter a lot too. But little by little, you know, God is taking all those things away from me. I still struggle with a couple things, but here I am, persevering, keep fighting this good battle that that we're
0: fighting. Yes. Okay, Elena, you want to go?
3: My obstacles right now is probably my friends. They want me to do stuff that I don't want to, or they force me to do stuff, but I'm a. I'm a daughter of God, so I separate myself from the things that they want me to do. It's just my friends. That's basically it. But like
0: you're getting like peer pressured into it, yeah. right? Like they're like, "Oh, come on, do this. Come on, do this." Like mm-hmm. even though you don't want to.
3: Yes, Th- um, those are my obstacles right now that I'm struggling with. I know that sometimes that we have to separate ourselves from the things that are basically, how would you say? you have to separate yourself from the things that want you to the things that want you to do that are stuff in the world you, you get me so mm-hmm. that right now is just a struggle for me and that's basically it okay uh, how about you Wendy?
1: Um, my obstacle I think would be me feeling that I was in a family where there was no love or communication mm-hmm. and I think with that in itself, I didn't know how to love myself. And, I mean, not really knowing who God was or Christ or anything of that nature, I think really just kind of hurt me. And um, it it makes you feel like, in a sense, like, why am I even here? Like, what's my purpose? And I had to deal with that for the longest time. And I remember seeing a psychologist, and she was like, oh, What's your purpose or why are you living? And I would just be like, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't feel like I wanted to live. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to know the Lord, I was like, wow, I have a purpose. God loves me. And it totally changed the way that I was. But before then, it was just pretty bad, actually. Like it was
0: like a disconnect from like the Definitely world, right? a like, disconnect, yes. Like totally. Just, like, like, like you put yourself in a bubble, kind mm-hmm. of. It. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I know a lot of like people that kind of go through like similar things but then yeah like the moment like one comes to christ like that like it opens like the whole world right definitely because like, you are just like you get op- exposed to like this love that you like that because yes. a lot of kids grow grow up in like similar situations where they're like like they don't feel that love they don't feel that connection with their parents mm-hmm. but then like once they get introduced to christ that like it brightens their whole world right
1: definitely yeah because that love is just powerful and so beautiful because it's 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 pure Mm -hmm. and it's always there and it never changes regardless of how sometimes we stray away from the lord sometimes but he's always there with you and he always helps you and that's just beautiful enough just to know that
0: okay
2: uh, um i can actually okay. relate to um <laughs> her story when she said that you, when you grew up in a house with no love right mm-hmm. well same goes to me too i i grew up in a house where i would only be stuck with my brother but it wasn't that love like that love that jesus gives you you know yeah it was that love where like um it was like this like fake love in a sense like you know how when people say oh you're crying crocodile tears it was like that in a sense because like, right now, like, when I came to Christ, like, he's teaching me to love my family more than I used to back then. Mm-hmm. Back then, I never used to give a hug to my mom or give a hug to my little sister. It would be different. So that's where I can relate to you. In Definitely, sense yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I kind of, like, I kind of want to go off of what you're saying. Is there anything that, like, you would change? Like, anything that you would change? Like, knowing where you are now, Jonathan, like, would you change something from your past to get to that? <coughs> I mean, honestly, There'd be a
2: whole bunch of things I could change, or I would love to change back then. But if I were to change those things, or by any miracle those things would have changed, I wouldn't have been, I would, I wouldn't be where I am at right now, because all those things that I went through led led me to the character I have, led me to the to the person I am right now, and more than anything, led me to this church where I converted to God. You know, so uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I would change a whole bunch of stuff, but. If I would want to, um, I wouldn't want to, you know? Mm-hmm. If, if all those things happen for a reason, then all those things happen for a reason because God knew I would handle it. God knew that it wasn't uh, too much of a
0: burden for me, in a sense. Like, there was a purpose in like what there, you went through.
2: Amen. Like, there was a purpose that what I went through, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah,
0: that's basically it. I, and I bet, like, it's kind of the same thing with, like, you two, right? Like, we know, like, you went through these obstacles, but, like, knowing that God has gotten you, like, out of those. Would you change them? Like, would you change those obstacles? Like, would you save yourself that pain?
1: No, because obstacles is what makes you grow Mm -hmm. and not just grow. Grow in faith. It's when you believe in the Lord to get you through it. Like Sometimes even when you're going through the situation, you don't, you're don't. you like, oh my God, what am I doing or what's going to happen? But once you are set free from it, because Jesus will help you through it, then you see it and you're like, wow, I got through it. But, and it wasn't your strength. It was the strength that the Lord gave you. And that's a beautiful thing because then we want to grow spiritually. But if we're always in a, in a place where we can't grow spiritually, it's not going to help us. And then it also gives us the ability to help other people who probably are going through the same thing. So that's a beautiful thing.
0: How about you, Lena? Do you want to add anything, or huh? it's okay if not? <laughs> this was a bit of a weirder question. Sorry, I took the words yeah, out okay. of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. No, you're good. No, I'm good. Okay, uh, so let's just you know keep going. <laughs> right, uh, so my next question for you guys is, like, so knowing like your obstacles and everything that you guys kind of went through, was there like a, like a time that like in your childhood, like a like a specific memory or like an experience that you went through that you can see like the glory of God? Like, like even though like you didn't believe it, but, like if you didn't believe in God, like was there like a time you're like, dang, like someone is protecting me or someone's out for me, like looking out for me. Yeah. Jonathan? Do um, you want to go first, sister? Because I, I don't
2: want
1: to yeah, say I, Yeah, I, I can, no, I definitely. Yeah, because
0: I don't <laughs> want to say anything because I know I can say everything and then you're going to be like, what? Yeah. That's no, what no, saying. that's fine.
1: I, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> but uh, specifically for me um, battling it out with the whole diabetes since I was little, mm-hmm. um, and remember I told you I didn't really believe in the Lord and then it took me like through a process of okay I believe you but why am I sick and the only one in my family and um, looking back now that um, you know I believe in the Lord and this happened right away after I believe in the Lord I was like wow you've always been there for me because there was many of times where I almost died at night and by the grace of God I am still here because it could have happened where I'm not here and I mean, there's a purpose, there's a reason, and I'm very thankful. So anything that happened, I know that I, you know, have Jesus to lean on to.
0: That's so actually, like, yeah. like that's a very powerful experience. That like, because yeah, you said you grew up in like the Catholic Church, but like God protected you from like
1: yeah, and of- without me knowing. So yeah. I'm like, wow, you've always been there, yeah. Yeah. and I didn't even know it, but you were there. That's just so beautiful. Like wow.
0: Do you, want, do you have anything to say,
3: Nana? Can, can you repeat the question for me? So,
1: please?
0: like, has there ever been, like, a time in your childhood, or like, in your, like, young teenage, like, when you were, like, like a new teenager, that, like, you saw the glory of God in your life?
3: Oh well, yeah. I've said this before in another preaching. Um, it it was, When I seen the glory of God is when my dad converted into being a Christian. I've seen his love because when my dad was not... And going to church at the time, he, he was just lost. But at that time, I knew God was still with him and I still had the, the faith that he was gonna change him. And so from that day that I saw my dad sitting in one of these chairs and he went up here in the altar, he started crying his tears out and he, and he gave his life to God, and, which was beautiful because there I was like, dang, God has been truly there with my father, and has yes. finally took him to be his son now. And I know he's always been. God has always been there for my dad, but it was just, it was just beautiful seeing my dad now growing into his presence.
0: And then seeing where he is now, right, as like the pastor. Yes. Now we. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> like that's crazy. <laughs>
0: but like, yeah, you know, that's actually like seeing like where your dad was like compared to your mom. Like, was that like kind of an obstacle, like seeing how your dad was? And like, you saw like your mom here at church, like, did it present like a problem?
3: Um, I mean, my mom, she kept praying. We all, me and my whole family had that faith that my dad was going to change. So there wasn't really much Mm because we knew that he was going to somehow find the glory of God. That one day, right? Yeah. So there wasn't really much there, but. How
0: about you, Jonathan? Uh, <laughs> I want to add a little bit
2: what she said. Okay. Uh, your dad was lost, but now he's found. But yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> no, but um, well, <laughs> I said this. I said this in, an, in another preaching as well. Like um, where I see in the glory of God, honest, honest. Um, I can say, I mean, there's, I can't really relate to other people where they're like, Oh, someone shot at me and God protected me from a bullet or I try to jump off a bridge and God's hand and, like rescued me from the from falling off the bridge. Uh the only thing I can say honestly where I honestly seen God's glory in my life is when I converted as a Christian because I, I honestly <clears throat> I'll be honest with you guys. There's been a lot of people who try to change me over the past like years that I wasn't a Christian. My teachers try to change me. Um, my teachers in elementary were giving me pills, like for me to stop being energetic. Everybody tried to change me in so many ways that, I mean, I, I honestly there wasn't, I honestly didn't have that idea in my right mind that that there was gonna be like anything, any hope for me. You know, I would, I would always have like my mom. Like there's this Bible version in Proverbs where it says, "Instruye um, al niño en su camino y cuando crece no se apartará de Dios," right? And I can relate a lot to that Bible verse because my mom, she tried her hardest to like bring us to church. Even though she wasn't really walking in a good, in a good, the way we walk. God sees the heart and she tried, she pushed and, and she kept pushing us to go to church. Even though I was sleeping in the backs of the, of the church, like in the audio mix, <laughs> that's crazy. That's still, that's still crazy because I was sleeping in the audio mix in the other church that I was at. And then I would go back there because they wouldn't really use it. And I would sleep right there. And then right now i'm like doing audio mix at at the church i am right now so it actually it it surprises me you know but um i didn't think there was a uh, uh, um i didn't think there was hope for me honestly but when that day in those mountains um god touched my heart and god went in my heart and i let him go in my heart it was a completely different experience it it would change my life dramatically i came down from the mountains and all my friends from years they told me what's what happened to you and this is that my brother had told me he told me, oh yeah, it's gonna happen uh, just a few days and then he's gonna go back to being in the world. And till this day, like, thank God that I haven't gone back to the world, I haven't touched uh, drugs, I haven't really done anything and I can put my faith in God and rely on God in that aspect.
0: Okay, that's powerful. Thank you, Kay. Okay. So, <laughs> yes. uh, kind of, you are kind of talking about your mom right yeah. before, and that kind of brings me up into my next question. Growing up, was there anybody in, like in your life that was like motivating you to go to church, like as a kid or like as a teenager? Has there been like s- like people like that have been like, come on, go to church, go to church, go to church, go to church?
2: Well, for me, um, um, I didn't have people like that. Um, my old church, like there wasn't really people that motivated me. Like they would just tell me come to church once or like just tell me like that. Um, my mom would force me to go to church. She wouldn't make it like interesting. She wouldn't give me like like she wouldn't do it lovely, you know, like oh go to church like. Like, you're going to see God, or this, is that. It wouldn't be like that, you know? It would be different. She would force us to go, and then if we wouldn't stay, she would make us clean, or she would hit us. And it wouldn't be the same, you know? And now right here that I'm right here at the church, like, I have people who motivate me. I have people who, like, okay, you, you don't go to church. Um, they, they, they call you, you know? They tell you, hey, why didn't you go to church? They check up on you, you know? And that's what sometimes we need, you know, like, those people that help you. Because sometimes we get spiritually depressed, in a sense. <laughs> and it happens to every Christian. Like, if you're a Christian, you always have like that. Those days where you're like down, you're like, Lord, are you really with me? And this is that happens to everybody. It just doesn't happen to youth. It's just, it's just how people take it, you know, how people want to take it. You can either come to the altar, give it to God and be like, here I am. Through, this depra- to, through what I feel, here I am. Or you can just leave the church, honestly. Um, people take it differently. There's people that leave the church. There's people that come and give it to God. Or there's people that can't take the, the burden, you know. Um, but... Yeah, there's people who have motivated my pastor right now, who motivated me a lot. Um, he encouraged me to to keep walking in his walk. Um, uh, but back then, I the only person I, I can honestly think of, nah, I any, no, <laughs> I don't have
0: anybody. I don't have anybody because, yeah, I don't really have anybody. So it was kind of just God guiding you to like the place where you are now, right? Honest, honest, honest. Okay, Ileana, knowing that you like... Like, you grew up in the church. Like, you didn't really have anybody, like, being, hey, come to church, I imagine. But has there any, is there anybody that, like, inspires you here at the church?
3: Um, I think it would be my mom. She she puts it her all mm-hmm. in the altar, and that really inspires me because I see my mom. And also my dad, now that I see him now as pastors, preaching up there, talking to God's people, has inspired me because if they made it here, then I could do it as well. I could give it, I could give it my all. I know that, that now that, that they, they've, now they're both together, the presence of God, they both motivate me to become more <laughs> into loving God, but yeah, th- those are the both people that have inspired me, also my grandpa, I could say, had, has inspired me too, but I don't want to shed tears. Anyways, no, it's okay.
1: It's
0: okay. Uh, okay. how about you? Was there anybody that inspired you growing up to, like, go to church?
1: Well, not inspired, but, like, my mom would make me go to church. I like, like that's a lot a of common. Well, now we're <laughs> with I have these fond memories in my mind. When I was, like, 10, I would roll around in the ground, I'm not going, I'm not going, and she'd hit me. But, um... Yeah. I mean I'd still go but it was different for me because I was in the, like Catholic church and I didn't I didn't understand anything. It was until I became a Christian where thank the lord he put wonderful women in my life who motivated me and help me. And that's why I continue to be here. And plus, you know, they're women, they're mothers. They, they've they been through so much already. And when you, you know, talk to women who've been through a lot and, you know, are motivating, pushing you to, to be a better person, that's a blessing from the Lord. And so that's where I wanted to be. And the more I got into, you know, the Lord and my walk with him, the more God continued to put wonderful people in my life. And I'm very thankful for that. And I have like, probably like four or five adopted mothers because they're just wonderful and they're Christian so yeah
0: that's actually kind of similar to what I went but with the youth because like yeah uh, there was like times where I was just like ah oh, man I don't want to go to church I don't want to go to church but then when I started like hanging around with like the youth here like my like they slowly started to become like my family like my like I used to adopted and like I slowly started getting more motivated to like keep coming to church to keep serving to keep helping out definitely so it's pretty cool seeing like yes. c- from another angle
2: <laughs> it's like there's also a bible verse in, in the bible that speaks about this like it says oh, like a flame will turn on another flame in that aspect and that's basically what we're doing because that like Somebody is spiritually like on fire, you know, and then they mm-hmm. transmit that to the other person, and then that's how it keeps going. Yes, definitely. And yeah, yeah, that's how I can relate it in that. Yeah, I,
0: I also know that one verse that's like a threefold chord isn't easily broken. Oh, yeah. Because that, like that growing up, that like growing up kind of like alone, yeah. like I didn't really have that like that connection, that strength. Yeah. Because like there's like when I would like when I would sin, I would mess up hard yeah. because I didn't have anybody in my life to tell me, like, oh, like, mm-hmm. hey, you can't do that, or hey, you just yeah. don't don't mess up like that but then when i slowly started like getting like like that traction that like unity that i like always like wanted Mm -hmm. like every now when i mess up there everybody's like hey come on angel like don't do that don't mess up don't do this so like yeah kind of kind of like the verse that you were talking about yeah (laughs) i so i kind of have two more questions for you guys okay so my first one is gonna be so knowing kind of what you guys went through like your like growing up your childhood is there any advice that you would want to give to someone that went through what you're or, or is going through what you went through? Like any advice, as like for like like let's say you're talking to like your child self, what advice would you give that person?
2: That's a good question. Mm-hmm. You want to go first, sister? Mm-hmm. Or you no,
1: want no, to I, I want to hear what you guys got to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> any advice that I would give
2: to my young self makes yeah. sense, right? Well, the only advice I could give to my young self is. Um, just keep, just um, as a little kid or as being a Christian?
0: Or like to, like, just any, any advice that you'd want to give, like, yourself. To another person? Yeah, that's basically going through something that you went through. Okay, perfect. Um. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, that's honestly a good question. Um, that was a good question. The only th- advice I can give you guys is, is what, like, I like for me, personally, um, I, I have a lot of struggles in my mind. Like, the enemy attacks me more in my mind. Mm-hmm. And what I can do is just keep keep prayer, keep fasting, and keep reading the Bible, your main priorities, because when someone stops praying, reading the Bible, and fasting, you start slowly, 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 but surely losing that connection with God, because those three things are the ones that, like, keep, keep that connection with God firm, you know, like, um, for me, like, prayer, fasting, and, and reading my, the word of God right now have been a little bit like, oh, Lord, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but I mean, that's the only advice I can give you guys because that's what helped me out. Mm-hmm. That's what helped me out a lot. Um, I would have my room and I would close the door and I would just read the Bible. I would pray. I would fast constantly. When I first converted, not to ex- oh, exalt me. No, no, no. Ex- exalt, this is it, to exalt God. I would fast. Like when I first converted, you know, when you first convert, you're like fire. You have mm-hmm. like your first love and everything, right? And that first day, like, I didn't know how to fast. No one told me how to fast. Like, it was my first, like, my first couple weeks, you know. And then as I kept coming to church, I figured out, I found out. And what I did was I just fasted. I didn't eat food from when I woke up to, like, till 2 in the mornings. And I would just fast constantly, like, like days, like, one day. And then I would eat, like, again, like, at 5 or, like, the same day, same day. And I would consistently do that. And I would read the Bible and I would pray. my connection with God would be, Ooh, my connection with God would be so was so nice. It was beautiful, honestly. And that's my that's my advice to you guys. Keep that fasting, prayer, and reading the Word of God your main priorities because you don't want, you do not want to lose that first love that you have with God. Mm-hmm. You want to keep that fire. You want to keep that that love. You wanna you wanna transmit that that how do I say it, that peace or that love to other people that don't know God? Because when you go outside and you preach to somebody, or you go tell somebody, they gotta see the difference in you. They got to see that, that, that the Holy Spirit lives in you. And how are you going to show that to other people if you don't fast, you don't read the Bible, or you don't, you don't um, pray? And that's what you guys, that's the only advice I can give you guys. And honestly, that's the best advice that any other person can give you guys. Just keep that your main priority.
0: That's it, that's it. Elena, do you have
2: any? You
3: look, you still mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adding on to what he said, I am, I think, Well, nah, nah, I'm not (laughs) adding (laughs) on (laughs) to.
1: Can you add on to that? (laughs) 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 I'll
3: just add on on to minds of like what I said of about the friends that to just separate yourselves from them. If you have friends that are bringing you down, it's better to to leave them so that you don't get pushed down and then lost into the world. It's better to move. It's better to move along and find better friends that help you grow in the Holy Spirit and help you seek God more and that's all the advice I have for you guys okay.
1: yeah I have a lot of stuff I would tell myself a lot <laughs> just in, in regards to the Lord because yeah. it took me a while to get there and so there's a lot of stuff that you know because I'm older than you guys of course so I mean <laughs> no, no. I've lived longer and I, <laughs> I've experienced a couple of things more of course that I probably shouldn't have or would have hoped that I didn't but I did so I kind of want to just read on uh, Galatians 520 and read the remainder part of that where it tells you not to do certain things and to stay away from them. Cause if you, if you, you know, you do them, you won't inherit the kingdom of God. And, and I think that for me would have been very important, but touching on the topic that he said about reading the Bible and fasting, which is very important and beyond anything, you know, there's really nothing there. But for me still now is having more fear of the Lord. Because I would read the Bible, and I'd read it, and majority of the times i read it in Spanish, and it said, temor de Dios. And I was like, um, okay, well, temor de Dios, like, really be fearful of the Lord? I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me. And I was like, well, maybe it's more like respect. Have respect, right? But it's not really respect, though, because I've noticed that if I want to respect him, I still do things that I probably shouldn't do. Mm -hmm. I still have my little sins here and there. But if I have fear of the Lord, I'm like, ooh, I shouldn't do that because Papa God doesn't want me to do that. Yeah. And so I think that for me, I need that. And I think that if we would have more of that, at least for the people who are still working their way there, um, that is important as well because it helps us to respect God's word not only just read it but respect it and be like fearful of it because it there's power i mean he left it to us to guide us and so when we read it it's not just to read it it's just you want it to make a change in our life so for me the fear of the lord is important as well
0: it's actually this is actually kind of like confirmation for my last question because mm-hmm. i kind of want to go off what you two were saying and well it's not really it's kind of hearing from it but so my last question for you is before we go and like before we conclude with prayer is so what was your first encounter, like your first love with God? And what have you done now to maintain it? Like what have you done to like keep that connection from your first love? Because I, I kind of like, when you were saying like the fasting, the prayer, has there been anything else that like connected you to that first love? And like kind of tell us a bit about it, like your first love.
2: Like other, um, besides prayer, fasting, yeah. and reading the Bible, has there been other things that kept me that communication with yeah. God? Well, yeah. There's actually been a couple, a couple things. Um, for me, there's this one occasion where I met met up with an old friend of mine, who this elementary friend of mine. I used to invite him to my old church when I used to go to to the old church. <coughs> um, but something that motivated me too as well was um, speaking to him of the word of God, that uplifted me to knowing that um, there's more than just just sitting in a chair, or there's more than just serving. There's more to do than just what you normally do to, in your day-to-day basis, you know. Speaking to someone about God, speaking the good news about somebody, telling them the testimony that you live through, what God has done in your life, transmitting that, that what you have to that other person, and telling him that there's more than just, than just living in this world, you know. And speaking to him and talking to him about God was something that uplifted me a lot, because I was going through like my downs, you know, my ups and downs, and I was telling God, like, Lord, here I am. Use me. And I was just telling God, you know, praying to him and everything. And I happened to run into my friend. And I was like, it's not a coincidence, you know, because if I told God, like, use me or do this, right, then God put him for a reason. And I started talking to him I, he, because he used to know me when I was bad. And then I told him, hey, bro, like, how you been? Like, it's been a long time since so I haven't seen you. And then we started catching up. And I told him, you know what, bro, like, God changed me. Like, like, he changed me and this, this, that. And he was surprised. He's like, what? And because and he's Catholic my friend's Catholic his family's Catholic well he's not really Catholic and I told him bro yeah you should come to my church and this this that bro you never know what can happen just don't let it be too late and I told him and he said oh bro my, my family's Catholic and this this that I was like bro it's okay just come visit me and right now he, I haven't talked to him but I'm, I'm gonna text him soon and be like hey bro have you seen my preachings <laughs> but that's something as well that uplifted me um, to, to keep going with God in a
0: sense how about you Elena?
3: Me, something that that motivates me? That's that that's me? like
0: kept that like flame that you got from okay. your first encounter, like alive. I,
3: th- I think for me it would be playing my instrument, mm-hmm. piano. Uh, I give it my all in that instrument, so I could say that um, that really keeps my love for God, because I'm giving it all for him, not for anyone else. So that's what keeps me going, and yeah.
0: Okay, how about you?
1: I think I want to say two things. Yeah, go for it. Um, the first time that I went to church, my first real a moment where I went to Christian church was I went there and I was like, "Well, I'm looking for you, Lord," and because I. You know, before we used to do that, I'd go into church and come empty, leave empty. And then I went in, and I cried my eyes out. I was like, oh, my God, who told you I was coming? They told you all about my life. <laughs> oh, my God, I was kept crying so much. And I was like, oh, my God, this is where I'm staying. This is where I'm coming back. This is me. And I fell in love there. But with all the circumstances that happened in my life, I had another moment a couple of years ago where I was going through one of my toughest times, and i was crying and i woke up early in the morning i was sweating i couldn't really sleep and i was i felt like i was burning up and i cried out to the lord and i was like lord tell me something i don't understand what's going on and the lord told me doesn't matter what happens doesn't matter what you do i will always love you and i've held on to that because i'm like i've done so many things that i regret I've strayed away from you subtly, or you know, just because I want to do things on my own, but somehow you still love me, you're still there, you still help me through, even when I get myself in my, some situations that you're like, Oh, you shouldn't have done that. You still help me out of it, and that I mean, because for me, it was like it's one thing to read about it, hmm. but when the Lord tells you, I love you, wow, amazing.
2: Oh, I have something to add, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it goes back to that question. Um, I she just reminded me about it because you know i told you that. Um, there's this one time too where um, it was at the Retiro de Barones at the church, and like I remember, I was my first love, and I just converted. Like it was like a couple months after, there's the Retiro de Barones at church, and and I told them I to Let me, can I go to the Retiro de varones Cause you know I wanted to. I, I was on fire for God. I was eat, I was hungry. I was hungry. I was hungry more than anything. And I came, and then it was three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sunday was our last day. So we stayed here, and, and we were crying. We were crying our eyeballs out here at the church. Um, it was like four or five barones, right? But we we're, were thinking it was going to be a whole bunch of barones, like 20. Um, it was like we thought it was going to be a whole bunch. But you know, if, if God let it be five, amen, We're double the blessing for us, right? And we were just praying in the altar, crying, dancing, singing. And that's also something that motivated me a lot from God. And then on Sunday, the third day, um, um, there was a prophecy. There was um, there was a prophecy at church, and it was like, oh, the the barones that stayed that stayed at the vigilia. There's like that man. I didn't remember that. That's crazy, man. Oh, dang, God is good. <laughs> yeah. And um, there was a prophecy that said, like all those barones that stayed, like I consider you guys my friends, and it touched my heart. Like I was crying. Like when when they said that, when the <clears throat> prophecy said that, I was like, dang. It hit the heart so bad. It hit the heart so good, mm-hmm. cause I was like, like man, like after everything I've done, you like, consider right? me a yes. friend, yes, mm-hmm. and all that came down to me. I was like, man, like I couldn't, bro. Like honestly, I couldn't understand it because how how like sinful we are, how backstabbing us as people can be. God just says, you know what? You're my friend. Or, I love you. Mm-hmm. And that hits so hard. Like right now, I can't, I can't even comprehend it. I cannot comprehend it right now. Like it's crazy to know that God still loves us and that He considers us a friend
0: well oh that's just that's like dang <laughs> this is powerful just at home, it's like whoa i'm just listening. I'm just like, dang. Yeah. like seeing like how god is using you guys how like god has brought you here like how he's like made you like these people like these like like this youth like this youth that's growing stronger because each day like we can see that like people are like listening they're they want to like it's not to glorify, like, the youth or anything. It's to glorify God. Amen. But you Amen. can see everything that God is using to, like, bring the youth up. You're seeing how God has, like, brought these youth. Like, each week that we do this, like, you see that the youth is, like, we see and learn about how, like, the struggles we all go through. Like, it all brings us to that one place, and that one place is Jesus. That like, he brings us to that like that, and each time we're like each time we go through these problems, it doesn't bring us down. It doesn't knock us down. It builds us up, and we're gonna like you see that each time we get to like that new like that new level, that new dimension that God is bringing us to, and as youth, as together, because we see that like we are all growing, even if sometimes it feels like because I know if, like growing up as youth, like sometimes you compare yourself to the growth that other people go, that you're just like like oh man, this person is way ahead of me, or wow, this person is. Like, this person's like, like they play in the Levanza and I'm over here sitting down. Yeah. And you're just like, sometimes like, yeah, you compare yourself to that, but we're all growing at the same rate. Yeah. And like, well, like kind of at the same rate, but we're all we're all in this together. Amen. United, yes. Yeah, that's, that's what I was looking As like a before. family, yeah. Amen. Yeah, like we're all there as like, we're there is youth that are like, we're just together like we're all learning from each other we're all learning from these experiences that like God is making us grow from and slowly we're gonna start to tell help other youth we're gonna like with these testimonies we're doing we know that and we declare it that we're helping somebody that we're helping people like if it reaches at least one person then Amen. we've done God's <coughs> deed it doesn't matter how many people we reach as long as it's at least one person's soul Amen. their heart because we like we're called to be these lanterns and like in the night these lights that that, that shine through the darkness mm-hmm. that are there to bring the youth up. Amen. So <laughs> sorry, I, I started kind of rambling. <laughs> now you're good. <kidding. laughs> Keep rambling. Well, you're doing yeah. good. Amen. Uh, so youth, that was the service for today. We just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in, and as always, we really appreciate your support on all the websites that we are whether it's here on Facebook Live or if it's on YouTube or if it's on Spotify, Breaker or whatever. And we know that the uploads have been kind of shaky on those websites due to some technical errors that have been presented. They are being resolved as we speak, and we, they will be going up soon. And so we also want to just give a schedule before we kind of pray out, which is that every Mondays it's going to be the youth service here where I'm going to be interviewing these youth like how we did this week. So next week it's gonna be another set of youth, and then well, and it's at six p.m. here, and then every Tuesday it's gonna be our brother Jonathan, Amen. Interviewing a family, Amen, Hallelujah. And do you want to <coughs> kind of talk a bit a, a bit about what it is? Yeah,
2: um, so Tuesdays, um, as our brother Angel basically took a brief <laughs> explanation of, um, I'm gonna be doing the families. So in this sense, I'm gonna be doing a one youth and the mother or the father of that family, or if it's both fam- both um mother yeah. and father, I'm gonna do that youth and the mother and father of that family
0: and it was, it's uh, at the same time right like um, yeah it's
2: at the same time sorry it's the same time like around 6 or if if, if anything if we're able to do it earlier then we'll do it earlier if if not then
0: then we'll put you to do it at 6
2: <laughs> but um but yeah thank you guys yeah, that, yeah and
0: it. so as kind of going like back to what I was saying, this month we're kind of focusing more on families. So as you can see, each week we can see, like, these different families that come from different backgrounds, that come from, like, these different, like, situations that you can also see. Ethnicities, too. Yeah, it's not, not, sometimes it's not about the individual, like, youth, or the individual adult. Sometimes it's about the whole family and how God has brought them to here, or how God has lifted them up from this place that, like, like you, from like these different situations that we've heard throughout the weeks, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because sometimes it's not just like the mother or the father or the youth. It's most sometimes it could be the little kids, you know. And it's also good to have their back. Their are like speak about it, mm-hmm. you know. Their what their their opinion or their um, <laughs> their opinion on it. um And yeah, that's basically yeah it. because
0: it'll like it'll help a family like that is going through something similar, right? Yeah, because they're like. Cause there's, yeah. there's, there's, like because we're like, we all go through like the same set of problems, whether they're small or in the bigger proportion. So we just kind of wanted to like conclude right now with a prayer. So for our sister, would you mm-hmm. want
1: to pray sure. Amen. You know, I, let me put my head covering up. <laughs> <laughs> and bow our heads. Thank you, Father God, for today, for letting us be together, for being able to talk about you and your greatness and uh, thank you for your wonderful love thank you for your mercies of today thank you for the testimonies and the word that we were able to share may it touch people's hearts especially the youth and even family members are where they're watching thank you for what you're doing in us and we know father god that you're going to be doing great things with the other youth the ones that are watching and or even the adults as well, Father God, because your word has power and we're thankful that uh, we know that you listen to us and hear us and help us through situations, Father God. We know that we can lean on you and uh, your wonderful love that uh, reaches every single heart, Father God, and uh, we ask that you continue to use this, Father God, to help the youth and to help all those people around us so that they may see your goodness and have a relationship with you, because you also want to save them as well, Father God, and thank you for our pastors and uh, the church, the people who serve here as well, and uh, thank you for all that watched, and uh, God, I ask that you touch them in a very special way, because only you know what they're going through. I pray all this in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen.
0: Well, youth, thank you so much for tuning in. And I kind of want to like leave you guys out with a message that you guys aren't alone. Like whatever you guys are going through, you can always leave a message here. You can like DM either one of the youth, you can DM our pastor, you can like just we are we're living in an age of technology. So if you are struggling with anything, whatever it may be, because we, we have youth that have gone through whatever type of background, whatever type of situation. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> like, just give us a message, and we'll answer. We will answer pretty fast. Amen. So we, you Amen. can message our pastor. You can message our, our pastora, Amber. You can message, just like, anybody here at this church, and we will do our best to answer you as fast as possible, whether you are a kid, whether you are a youth. Even if you're like an adult that's gone through some problems Amen. or are going through, it doesn't really matter because we are all a family. We're all t- in this together and in this running of Christ. So we just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in and bye. See you next Goodbye. week. God bless you. Youth okay. of well, the see you tomorrow. Youth, <laughs> yes. youth of the world, God bless you.
1: Bye. bye. bye.
2: Take care. God bless you.
3: Bye. We Hallelujah. Love you all. Bye. We love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 (laughs) See you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Make
0: sure you like, make sure you comment, make sure you subscribe. Amen. We got you. (laughs) And then hit the notification so you can be
2: known of when we post yeah Turn on the the notifications. Thank you guys.
0: (laughs) Because (laughs) sometimes we miss the the online. Okay, bye. Thank you guys.
1: Bye.
2: Yo haré una fiesta. Yo haré una fiesta
1: en honor a Dios.